Okay, so another thing that was discussed, Cordell, at the press conference, obvious, obviously, was Lamar Jackson. Um, and, and that was pretty much a big part of the press conference. Uh, so many questions about, you know, how things had went. Did you think that he was holding out because of his contract situation? Was he really unhealthy? In which Eric DaCosta said, no, he he believed that Eric, uh, that Lamar was definitely hurt. But of course, the main talk was about contract negotiations and where the Ravens uh, see themselves with Lamar. And for the most part, it does feel like they want to work things out with Lamar. That being said, you know, it was there's a couple of things that that caught my eye and one the first thing Cordell was when he said something about well you know it, it takes two to tango or something like that he made he made a, a comment about that um so basically saying you know he's gotta give in as well Lamar as as well as the Ravens and then also when asked about a trade uh, he could have easily said that's not we're not even going that far he just simply said I don't want to talk about it but we plan on trading Lamar mm-hmm. I thought that that was weird that he just didn't say that is not an option but I guess you can't say stuff like that when in fact it's potentially an option right. so um how do you feel leaving that press conference in terms of where the Ravens are and where Lamar is he did say that he had spoke to Lamar earlier on Thursday so it does appear that they've at least started having, you know, or they've been talking. I don't know if it's, you know, about business or I don't know if what was it about, but at least they're communicating is my point. Do you see them making an offer and Lamar signing? Do you think that this goes, you know, further and somehow the Ravens have to tag him? How do you see this going? Yeah, I, I honestly didn't leave that press conference feeling any differently than I did when I parked my car. Um, <laughs> honestly, I, I went in there and I got exactly what I thought I was going to get. I, I got a bunch of words. Um, I got a bunch of dancing around questions and I, I got no real insight into what's going on. I got no, uh, nothing to make me feel overly optimistic that this is going to be a deal that gets done within the next six weeks or so. Uh, I, I, I really got everything that I, I didn't gain any new information. I felt like Um, I said the other day on this podcast that I felt like option a for the Ravens is still to sign Lamar long-term. That's basically what Eric reiterated in this press conference. And he said it as much as well that he feels like Lamar wants to spend the rest of his career in Baltimore. I do feel like Lamar wants to stay in Baltimore. I, I don't think he wants to leave, but I think he's willing to leave if he feels like he can't get what he's looking for. Yeah. Um, I think that, with some of the things that kind of caught my eye as far as what Eric had to say about the situation. Like you said, he did say that they had spoke earlier on Thursday. He also said they spoke a couple of times throughout the season as well, which was kind of okay. Considering Lamar had his hard deadline that he wasn't negotiating past Eric's made it seem like they, you know, I mean, he didn't use the word negotiated, but he, he said they spoke and, I guess in the in the context of the conversation we were having, it implied that they were having negotiations through this throughout the season. Um, mm-hmm. He also said that Lamar, the player, and Lamar, the agent, are two totally different people. That right, stuck with stuck with me a little bit. Um, he did use the word difficult a couple of times. 
um, that he it's been difficult to 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 get the deal done. It's been difficult to have um, that, to 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 reach a resolution throughout this process. This isn't an easy deal to get done. And while I understand Eric and saying these types of deals take time to get done, it's been two years. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's been it's been time, you know, um, so it's not like this is something that has just been going on for the last two months or something like that. Like, no, this is this has been time and it's been other deals that have gotten done in between this time that has caused this whole situation to become more difficult than it originally was. Um, the Deshaun Watson deal automatically took it from being a tough deal to get done from. And then from to almost, you know, an impossible deal to get done yeah. based off of what Lamar's asking for. It's it's a it's an extremely tough deal to make happen. So um, I, I do still think that both sides are going to try to get it done. I would imagine that Lamar's going to have a little more sense of urgency than he's had in the past. Just yeah. because just from a human standpoint, you you. You're, you weren't able to finish the season the last two years. It's got to kind of resonate with you. Like maybe I don't have as much time as I thought I had, or maybe I do kind of got to pull back a little bit on what I'm asking for, because you got to look at it from both sides a little bit. Um, and I'm sure Eric and these guys are going to bring up to him that he hasn't finished the season the last two years. So that's going to be taken into account. This was a tough deal to get done two years ago with Lamar missing this, the back half of the season, the last two years, I think yeah. it only makes this contract negotiation that much tougher because yeah. how does Lamar stand firm on what he's asking for when he's been unavailable at the most important times of the year? It's a fact. I mean, and, and this is coming from somebody that wants Lamar to get his money. Right. I, I do, but I gotta, I gotta be real in what's going on and all of the dynamics that go into this scenario. That's going to play a part, whether he wants it to uh, or not. But it, I didn't expect them to come out and say, <clears throat> "Oh yeah, we're we're close to a deal," or "We offered Lamar this," or "Lamar's asking for that." Like. I didn't expect to get any real details about what's going on between the two sides. I expected Eric to show up and act like everything's hunky dory and nothing to see <laughs> here. And, you know, it's, we're great. You know, we're getting the business side done. It's going to happen. Like I understand, but the fact of the matter is they're going to be on a time clock now, uh, as far as what happens with this Lamar situation. They do still have the franchise tag option, and I'm pretty sure they're not going to hesitate to use that. The, the, the question was asked, are they going to use an exclusive tag yep. or non-exclusive tag? In my mind, it's not even an option because, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, you may not even know, I got to do more research on this to see what would the compensation be if they right. put a non-exclusive tag on them. To my knowledge, I think they would only get like one pick in return. So if that's the case, that is a no brainer. You're not putting, you're not giving Lamar away for a solo pick. But again, I got to do more research into that to find out what exactly would be the return if they did put a non-exclusive tag on him and they lose him uh, to another team. I think. So, so what will happen? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm mm -hmm. letting you know now. No, so what will happen is, is that, if it's non-exclusive, 
um, a tag, the tag player's original team has the option to match whatever yeah. it is right. that the other the team the other team gives, or refuse the new team's offer um, and be rewarded two first round picks. Oh, okay, so that's, that's the compensation. Okay, but I mean, what good is that? Right. If it's you know, I mean, I don't know what, an elite team. I mean, let's say it's the Rams or somebody like that. You know, that is that is potentially like. A, a crazy good quarterback away from being elite again, you know, like it could be anybody that takes that. What if it's the Raiders that, that go and yeah. get Lamar and now Lamar's out there with that juggernaut of an offense. And all of a sudden those two first round picks are like. Basically bottom feeders of yeah, the first the, round. The, yeah. I, I mean, you control the situation a lot more when you put an exclusive tag on him. So I, I expect that to be an easy decision, despite Eric making it seem like it was going to be a tough one to make. Um, I, I think that'll be an easy decision for them. And as far as look, trading Lamar after the tag, I mean, he shot it down, but I, it's everything's on the table right now. If you can't get a deal done with the guy, you're not going to let him walk for free. Right. Um, we're, we're getting into that uncomfortable time where a lot of things are going to be in play that we never thought it would come to in, in this situation. Yeah, I agree with that. And I agree with that about the um the type of tag too, because look, you, you have all the leverage with the exclusive tag because mm -hmm. you still can, you, you don't have to uh, just go for two first round picks. You can ask for more than two first round picks when it comes to Lamar, if you're doing an you know, exclusive tag, you can ask for whatever it is that you want quite frankly. Um, so I, I'm with you on that. I mean, you would like to hope that they can come into an agreement, but you mentioned this earlier, you know, you as if you're Lamar and you're not finishing seasons and your team needed you in a playoff game and you just weren't able to do it. <clears throat> I, I don't know how you can factor that into saying I'm worth a lot of money. The, I mean, not, not a lot of money. Cause I do think Lamar's worth a lot yeah. of money, but yeah. a full, like, a, let's say if, if he did ask fully guarantee that he was like 280 million guarantee. Right. I, I don't, I just don't think that that's, I don't think that, I don't think that you can ask for that and then, and think that they'll be okay with that knowing right. how both seasons have ended. And that's just a business perspective. Mm -hmm. I, I am team player all day i want to be clear on that i yep. believe that players should go get whatever it is that they believe that they're worth because they're the ones that makes the league go that being said as a business person that's a big risk that you're asking me to 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 do to sacrifice for and you can't even finish seasons for me my team your team is in a playoff hunt both times by the way mm -hmm. and you weren't able to help them and elevate them get to a level in which you know, that they needed to get to. So that that's a concern. And it, I don't care who you are. If you own a business and one of your top quality guys seem to continue to get sick when you need them the most, that's when it's time to do their, their you know, when you want to raise, you do look into things like that, unfortunately. That's just kind of how things go in business. And so, you know, I, I would like to think that, they can come around and say, listen, you know, I know it didn't work out last year. Let's try to figure this out. Let's try to figure out what it is that we want to do. Because, you know, if you listen to Harbaugh, well, we're going to have Lamar put impact, uh, input into who the new offensive coordinator is. I mean, he's speaking as if Lamar will be a Raven in 2023. I don't know if that's just wishful thinking on his part or if he truly believes that that's what it's going to come down to. But it is a, it's a positive 
reinforcement, I guess, if you're a fan looking for anything that, you know, your head coach is saying, I really want this guy to be a part of the future that we're trying to build here. And if you're Hector Costa, I do think that you should try to do your best because, look, I, I like guys coming out of this draft. But there's always going to be a, a calculated risk in knowing or, excuse me, not knowing what they're going to be like on the NFL level. So right. do, do you want to risk doing that all over again? Do you want to and, and doing so also potentially alienates um, some of your fan base? And I'm not saying that you got to listen to fans. I'm not. Clearly, look, they told us at the press conference they don't be on social media, so they don't pay us no mind anyway. The only thing EDC said he does is on Instagram so he can monitor watching his kids being on Instagram. But outside of that, they don't pay us any mind. That being said, fans still are the ones that you you do, you know, you you put a team together so people can support it. So how much are you really willing to risk alienating, you know, a, a portion of your fan base for an unproven guy? I yeah. think that that's a fair shake. It's a very fair question to have. I mean, so it'll be a big loss to lose Lamar absolutely. on and off the field. Yeah, you know, I, I think that I don't think that these are stupid people. They they understand the monumental hit it'll take from a PR standpoint, from a yep. fanhood standpoint of what it'll be to lose Lamar Jackson. Um, and I, I think they have to take into that take that element into an account. And I think Lamar does when he asks for the amount that he's asking for. I don't, he's not stupid. He sees how many jerseys he sells. He sees what goes yep. on out at training camp when everybody is out there wearing nothing but number eight jerseys and chanting Lamar, Lamar's name, even when he's not out there. Like he, yep. he sees what's going on. I also want to say with all the speculate speculation about Lamar, kind of holding in or whatever people want to call it as far as him not going out there and um, playing in the last, you know, in the back end of the season and in the playoff game. I'm not saying that I'm taking everything that Eric DaCosta and those guys said in this press conference uh, as law, because God knows I'm sure a lot of it was BS, but <laughs> I'm just putting it together with what some of the other players have also said that have seen yeah. Lamar around the, uh, around the building. They have all said that they watched Lamar and could tell that he wasn't in a condition to go out there and play. So the whole notion that Lamar could have played and decided to hold, hold out. I mean, the only person that said that they felt like Lamar should have went out there and played on a brace was Sammy Watkins. And he's a guy that didn't even see Lamar during his time there. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to choose to believe the latter. Yeah. I'm not paying, I'm not paying Sammy Watkins no mind. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. And y'all cannot pay Sammy Watkins no mind either because that's a guy that wants a Super Bowl ring at any cost. And of course he's going to say those things because he wants to try to get to a championship. So you know, that was some selfishness talking. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully the Ravens and Lamar can come to terms sooner than later, even if it's in a trade, Cordell. I, I, you you got to stop being in this limbo. you got to try to find a way to have some type of resolution. And But I really hope it's the former in terms of him getting a deal long-term with the Ravens as opposed to the latter, which is potentially trading him away um, for some draft picks that we don't know is going to show up.